Hey yo, it's Sean Paul, the girls are overall, the live and living scorcher, alongside celebrity search engine, alongside Abby. I'm gonna give it to Abby right now. Hey yo, Abby, take it away. Hey. On the show this week is a guy who is regarded as one of the most prolific rap artists in the world. No lie, we are about to get busy with Jamaican rapper, singer and record producer, Sean Paul. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, Sean Paul, and welcome to the podcast. Hey. What's up, Abby? Thank you for having me. Oh, and, thank uh, you for being here. You're absolute up, legend. I had to stop myself, though, from saying your name like you do in your songs. <laughs> Down <laughs> it's it. It just pops into your head. I can't and stop you, it. You still did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. The thing is, for me, whenever I hear your music, me and my friends are running to the dance floor, if we're not on it already, of course. Now we've got the party man himself on the podcast. So this feels like a real moment. Where do you join us from today, Sean? I'm in Kingston, Jamaica. That's where I live, where I grew up. That's where I do most of my music from. It's where I've been for a year and a half, chilling. Not a bad place to be, I suppose. How is uh, life for you right now? Uh, Very weird, we're on lockdown. So I even forgot I had this today, Abby. I'm sorry, I I thought it was Sunday. I was like, (laughs) chilling. And then, and then, and then I got a reminder. I was like, "Oh, damn! Today's Monday." So I, I got, I got myself up. Always working on music, though, and you're back with a new tune alongside Ty Dollar Sign called "Only yeah. Fans." What a name! Uh, tell us about <laughs> cooking this tune up because it's a banger. Thank you. Uh, well, you know, we were talking in the studio as we usually do. Uh, a bunch of people, you know, sometimes the the discussion kind of influences what we're doing in studio, and. Um, this was one of those times where we were speaking of the power of the internet, how it changes people's lives. We were speaking of, you know, basically women as well, how, how women uh, in about a couple of months ago, not sorry, a couple of decades ago, uh, it wasn't the same fair workspace. And now the internet has given everybody just whatever talent you have, whether it's to be a vlogger on YouTube or, you know, someone who does special crazy dances on TikTok. Uh, it's giving you a space, you know what I mean? So uh, we kind of chose, we were speaking about all those things, but we kind of chose OnlyFans just because of the controversy of just the name itself um, and, and what people go there for generally or mainly. Um, but yeah, it was just about more about, 
women being independent and being able to use their talent online to, to collect the bag, which is cool. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Ty Dollar Sign as well. Like, do you guys go yes. way back? Have you been wanting to work on this for a while? I've been wanting to work with him for a while. Uh, you know, to me, one of the one of the the the, the brightest sparks in in hip hop right now. Mm-hmm. You know, he has an R and B flavor. Uh, just very cool. I've I've seen him on many stage shows where we've been on the same stage show together. And uh, about couple, about two years ago, maybe three, I, I saw him and I was like, "Yo, we should work." We took a pick, and um, he was like, "Definitely, I'm down." So I didn't find the song until now. When we did, when we heard had this hook, I was like, "This needs someone in the hip hop game to come give me a crazy verse." And then his name popped up, and I was like, "You know what? Let's try him." He's been amazing uh, to work with. You know, he's been doing dub plates with me, which is unheard of sometimes for a hip hop artist to kind of do special songs for DJs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and and he's been doing uh, quite a amount of, quite a good amount of promotion for me. So yeah, big up to him, man. Uh, I've been a fan, and also I'm a fan of his father's band. He, his father was in a in a great crazy funkadelic band, and so uh, it's kind of cool to to be working with such legendary, uh, legendary family. I never knew that. So what, what uh, bands is dad in? Uh, they sing the song that says, Come along and ride and I love that song. <laughs> no way. Yeah, in that band of So yeah, crazy. That's so sick. Absolutely love that. Uh, and you have been making hit records for over 20 years now. Like, can you believe that? That is incredible. It's been crazy. Uh, it's been a whirlwind. And so for me, it doesn't seem like 20 years. You know, <laughs> I turn around <laughs> and I'm like, damn, it's crazy. Just getting started. <laughs> yeah, for, for, in, my, in my brain. Uh, but like, I used to be able to tell the time passing because I would see my friend's kids growing up. And, and I, didn't, I didn't have kids until way later. So my friend's kids are all 20 now. And, and my kids are four and five, uh, four and <laughs> two, sorry. So uh, it's, it's, a, it's a bit weird because I'm also getting new friends as in uh, my kids' friends' parents. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that, that's been cool. But uh, that's how I used to tell the time passing, just seeing my friends' kids growing up. And then now I'm actually seeing it with my own. I can't believe my son's almost five now and... Uh, it seemed like just yesterday, you know, 2017, he was born. So, and that seems like yesterday to me. I mean, so does, so does 20 years ago. Uh, you know, the music business keeps you kind of young-minded in terms of, uh, not immature, but I guess, you know, we're doing the same type of things. Uh, being on a stage show, I'm traveling, it's all hype. It's, you know, it, it, it's a lot of stuff being thrown at you in that respect. And so the real life came through for me when, when I started to you know, see my friends, kids grow up, as mm. I keep saying. And um, that's how I gauged it. But now the gauge is like right on my heels. He was downstairs a while ago, Dad, this video game is not playing properly. And I'm like, how are you playing video games? You're only four. <laughs> yeah, wait, what's happening? Yeah, two decades, yeah, right? though. Two decades exactly. to, to look back on. Uh, 
what are your highlights? I mean, there's obviously loads, but oh, if you could pick, you know, one or two, what are the moments that really stand out for you? Ah, uh, man, winning American Music Award for the reason that, you know, not much Caribbean artists have been in that category at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a huge one. Of course, Grammys as well. But uh, after, after the American Music Award, I found myself in a very surreal situation that night. Paris Hilton came and invited me to her party. So I, I, don't, I don't mix with a lot of people always in the business. So I like, okay. And I found myself in the party with Shoot Knight on one side of me and uh, Flavor Flav on the other side of me. And Paris Hilton and Britney Spears was dancing on a pole in front of us. What? And I was like, <laughs> like, what is this day? <laughs> They weren't doing any crazy dances. They were just having fun. But it was uh, it was nuts to me that uh, you know uh, music had taken me to such places. You know what I mean? And 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 th- those have been some of the good highlights. You know, just uh, as in big accolades like the American Music Awards or something that no one else knew happened after. It was just like this is a crazy party. I mean, is that shoot night? No way. This is standing right there. Wow. And so, yeah, uh, just, just not stuff. But it's been an amazing ride, a whirlwind. And, and I just, uh, you know, people ask me, how did you, how are you staying so relevant still? I really have no idea. I don't have a formula of that. What I do have is a great love for music and, and, and a love for my fans who, who seem to really appreciate what I do. So I'm thankful for them. When I really got into you, and I guess a lot of the world really got into you, was your album, Dutty Rock, which basically yeah. propelled dancehall into the mainstream. And there's so many artists now making that kind of music or they're really heavily inspired by it. What mm-hmm. artists do you think are doing it well and maybe some uh, not so well? Um, you know, Rihanna did it really well the other day and um, for a song called Work. Uh, was it Work? Yeah, Work. So I really wanted to hear her full dancehall album. And I, I have to send a lot of respect to her because a lot of people, you know, I, I know it's not a sinister plan to just use dancehall and, and, uh, you know, and be the cultural appropriation. I think it's just a vibe. They, they, these people like the songs. Mm. They like the music. They like the groove of how it is. But she's the only one I've ever heard really big it up like that and say, mm-hmm. I'm doing a dancehall song or I'm doing a dancehall album. So she was really cool. And I hope that the fashion industry lends her talents back to us one day so we could hear the rest of the project <laughs> that she was doing. Um, Stoneboy is from Africa and he is Afrobeat artist, but, but more dancehall. Um, and, and there's a lot of people in the Afrobeat world that's, that's influenced from what we have done. Who's not doing it right? I don't know. I, I just think that once you use uh, the dancehall rhythm, I think not, not saying that, oh, this is influenced from dancehall is not right. So as I said before, big up to people like Stoneboy and Rihanna. Uh, there's another cat from, from Germany. His name is Gentleman. And he does a lot of uh, uh, dancehall tracks, which, which I really like as well. And those three people that I named, they, they do it right because they mention dancehall. At least they say, hey, I'm influenced by this genre. It's, a, it's dope. Other than that, everybody else who is using the sound, sometimes I, I really understand that it's just a producer that went there and they were like, oh, this is a great groove. And they didn't have a as I said, a malicious intent to do it. They just like the music. And, and for real, what is music for? It's to bring people together. So, you know, it just would be nice to, to, for, for us to be mentioned. And I would mm-hmm. love to see one or two of our 
dancehall stars that are coming out now actually do it on a big level like like myself or Shaggy has done. Uh, Shensia is, is, is someone who's very exciting. Her career for me is just uh, very exciting in the dancehall community. She's She popped up a little more than you know, five years ago, I would say, and she's just been moving strength to strength. She's a, a, a crazy talent in that she could sing, but she could mm -hmm. also really write and put together some hardcore stuff. So I'm looking for good stuff from her. Um, also, Jada Kingdom is a young one, a, a, mm -hmm. a, a, a nice addition to the dancehall fraternity in the past couple of years. And with that said, I just got to big up the ladies because uh, it's been a male-dominated industry in general, but uh, but especially my genre, just like just dudes. No matter how good a, a lady came <laughs> with a song, she still had to she still had to try extra hard and went through a lot of stuff too. And so seeing these young ladies, a lot of them coming through now in these years is is an amazing feeling to me. And as I said, very exciting. So big up to Shensia and Jada Kingdom. Yeah, amazing. I'm sure they've got an incredible journey ahead. Right, Sean, before we dive any further into the podcast, let me explain how the rest of today is going to work. So we've been okay. through the internet. We found loads of stuff that people really want to know about you, Sean Paul. Oh boy. <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. It's time for you to face the celebrity search engine and dish up those answers that the world wants to know. Are you ready? I, I'm, I'm going to try and be as ready as possible. <laughs> he still looks chill. It's fine. First up, let's see what happens when we put in Sean Paul and the word who. The first question, of course, is... Who is Sean Paul? How would you okay. describe yourself, Sean? Ah, uh, uptown Jamaican kid doing it big. <laughs> Love that. That's um, it, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, me being me being from uptown, especially in my our community when I was younger, it was weird to see a person like myself start doing music like I do. And I think that just helped me to stand out. And um, here I am today, 20 years later. It's been very cool. He's a legend, an absolute legend. Okay, the nosiness levels are on the up. Uh, people are searching, who is Sean Paul's wife? <laughs> well, I could plug her, I could plug her, um, her page right now. Uh, Jody Jinx. Jody's been a very... What can I say? A, a strong, a pillar of strength for me in terms of she's always provided, you know, th that love, special love that a person needs, but also gave him my space to be out in the world and mm -hmm. be, you know, conquering all these, these places musically. And it, it takes time. And so she had very great deal of understanding, especially when I was touring and doing all kind of, you know, just time away. Uh, she's born with two amazing kids. One is Levi and one is Remy. And uh, she Very also, nice. yeah, thank you. Uh, she also has been in the media in Jamaica from a long time ago. She did uh, in the, in probably 2000 or so, they started a, a little TV station here, which she was one of the hosts. It was like more music oriented. And then she kind of moved away from that uh, a few years later. And now she's got her own vlog. So she does her thing. It's called I Am Jody. Uh, she she and her sister does a thing called uh, Tricky Tuesdays because her her sister we call her Tricky. Her name is Tracy, and uh, they're they're naturals at it. You know what I mean? Uh, so she's not just the housewife who has provided love for me and my kids, and 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 made this home complete. But uh, she's a very dope vlogger. You know what I mean? Fashionista and. Um, does her thing that way. And to me, sexy, 
sexy woman and I mean big big up to all That's the so ladies cool. out there. Yeah, big up to all the ladies out there who love me. Uh but this one got my heart. You know what I mean? It must be amazing because she has been in the public eye. She totally gets it as well. You know, the pressures yeah. and the difficulties. And like you say, the fact that you had to be touring here, there and everywhere. It's perfect, really, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, as, as, as I said, she, she just had a, a good mindset towards it. There's a lot of times where before, uh, you know, the, the situation kind of got crazy with me and like other ladies who I might have dated before because they, it's a jealousy thing. You know, mm. and she was able to put that aside and uh, see a bigger picture. So how did you two meet then? Oh, interestingly enough, uh, I met her one day. I was in 1998. I was at a party on a roof somewhere in Kingston. And my fr- I was scouting for ladies to, to be in my video the next day. Oh, and, nice. um, yeah. And, and uh, Bridget of mine was like, yo, you got to see this girl. Do you know her? I'm like, no, I don't know. She's beautiful. Let me. You know, <laughs> Let me get to know her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, introduce me. So I said to her, hey, what's up? She's like, hey, nice to meet you. I'm like, so I have a video tomorrow. I'd love you to be in the video. She's like, hell no. <laughs> I'm like, really? I'm like, what? Why? And most ladies at the time, especially, you know, I was a, I was a bright star in, in early dancehall years. And yeah. she's like, I'm going to Denmark tomorrow for student exchange. And you want me to change my plans to go in your video. And I was like, yeah, just like, you know, like cancel the flight or postpone the flight. She's like, I've been planning this for two years. No. And nice to meet you, but I'm going to Denmark. Sorry. And so she went to Denmark and I was like, damn, that's the one that got away. (laughs) And then, uh, uh, about two years later, I'm in the airport. I came back home and there's a young lady in front of me. And I'm like, she's beautiful. But I didn't remember who she was. She blonded her hair out and she bent over to pick up her bags. And then I fell in love. You know? she, <laughs> she, she had a, a nice tights that really fit her good. And I was like, whoa. And uh, it, it, you know, in conversation, it really came out. Oh, yeah, that's the girl that, that, that uh, didn't get in my vid, didn't want to go in my video. And so oh, yeah. for that reason, I was like, mm, I got to get to know her and, you know, ask her if Denmark was all that. <laughs> and I took her number and, and from there, you know, we just rolled. And it wasn't like a thing, like any official thing. We, we just started to shoot. We were just very compatible. And, um, you know, it just worked from the beginning for me. So it's been a, quite a few years. And obviously, if you if you Google you and, and wife and wedding, people aren't going to see anything because you kept your whole wedding super private, didn't you? I guess that must have been so nice just to have your loved ones there for your special day, especially when you're kind of everywhere, aren't you? You're on TV, you're on yeah. stage, you're on social especially media. So the fact, the fact that it was, so, it was just you two. Yeah, especially, well, it wasn't just us two. It was a couple um, of our family and friends Mm-hmm. Uh, how much was it? About 70 people. It wasn't very much people, but uh, we had it in a nice place up in the hills by the river. And so it was very naturally uh, oriented and looked amazing that way. <laughs> and um, yeah, you know, thinking back on it now, uh, that's, you know, a very special time. And mm-hmm. I didn't want for it all to be everywhere, you know. So uh, we discussed that part. And it was like, yeah, let's, let's tell everybody to kind of. Leave. You know, they could have their phones, but let's not take any pictures. And it was 70 close people to us. So it was like, yeah, we, we accomplished that. And um, I think she was more uh, in horror that I had a mohawk at the time. <laughs> 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 I was in my suit 
with her beautiful dress and i'm like Shoops! like hey <laughs> yeah yeah right? so those pictures i do have them but uh, yeah funny because everybody knew me for the braids and i had recently yeah. like a couple years before just let shaved it off i went for mohawk and yeah it was it was kind of weird. A lot of my friends were like, bro, what are you doing? I said, I wanted, I wanted a mohawk all my life. And before I get, you know, too, too old, I'm going I'm to do it right now. So I did. Yeah, for a on the years. wedding day. Wow. And it, yeah, it was kind of cool. I think that's why she more agreed to no picture. <laughs> yeah, she but was like, no one dare. Yeah, right. But she, she do, she, we do have pictures, but. Yeah. And your two children that you spoke about, Levi and Remy, what do they make of you and your music? Are they like, yes, dad, this is amazing? I came downstairs this morning, my dad and my son was singing Deport Them. He's like, mm, Deport Them, mm, Deport Them. I'm like, <laughs> yo, you like that one too? He's like, yeah, he, he loves all my songs, man. Um, every now and then, every couple of months, he's like, hey, dad, can you put you on the TV again? And we go on YouTube and oh. scroll through. And he's like, he knows all of them. Um, and he's actually in two videos with me now. Uh, one was a song called House Party. And the other one, I, we, I produced it myself. And it's called No Caption. And um, it's called Big Things. Sorry, the, the rhythm is called No Caption. But the song is called Big Things. And in, in, in the Big Things, he's waking me up on the couch. I fell asleep in the studio. And he comes in with his Buzz Lightyear gun. And he goes, Dad, wake <laughs> up. Which is a true thing that happens to me Aww. on the regular did it to me yesterday again. He's like, Dad, you said you were going to wake up with me. Even though I went to sleep at four o'clock, I get up at seven. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm up, I'm up. But uh, he loves music. He loves to try. And, you know, I used to call him drummy when he was just two years old because he would be beating on everything. I told Quest Love this. And Quest Love sent me a drum kit, a drum uh, setup, which is uh, a startup kit for kids, which he Amazing. actually, yeah, he produces. So he sent me that and, and to the horror of my wife again, like <laughs> all day long. I think one day I went on tour and she hit it. So he, he doesn't remember what happened to it, but it's gone. Yeah, but, you never speak you know, of it again. Yeah. Uh, when, 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 um, when he gets a little older, I'm going to chime out with any lessons if he wants. If he mm. wants to do music, he can. If anything he puts his mind to, I would definitely uh you know endorse him my daughter is more of the dancer so far oh, okay uh, yeah she 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 dances a lot every time she hears music she's like she looks around and she's she's going like that she's still uh you know i heard her say actually for the first time this morning so she's still learning words yeah. but um hopefully she'll love music the same way uh the both of them seem to be very artistic in that respect mom and pops are artistic too I'd say mom's more of the businesswoman than I'm the businessman, though. Uh, so the both of them are very quick-brained, and mm -hmm. um, I'm loving being a father. Uh, to me, my son at four, almost five years old, is almost like me when I was seven. Like, he's more advanced. Uh, when I was four, I wasn't thinking or doing things that he's doing. So wow. maybe I could blame that part on the wife. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe it's from you. It's from both of you, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, next question. Who has Sean Paul collaborated with? I mean, you've worked with wow. so many big names. How how long we got? <laughs> uh, but oh, who's no, your yeah, favorite so person, right? One of the one of the counts we did not too long ago it was over a hundred collabs. But also, wow. I released the album earlier this year with with fifteen collabs on it. So. 
it's gone up there again. And then I'm about to release another album. That first album was called Life and Living. I, I released it in March. And uh, it's more of a hardcore dancehall album. It features just all the dancehall superstars that I that I rate now. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be established acts or people who are just coming up, uh, they're all on that album. So the next album I'm doing is called Scorcher, and that should drop by the end of this year. And that's got a bunch of people on it also, at least eight collabs on that. So it keeps rising. And there's songs that I've done that haven't come out yet. Uh, you know, with different people. So we'll see, we'll see how much it is. It's, it's a long time to talk about, but I could definitely say that this track with Beyonce was the first one that took me, just made me into a more of an international star. Mm-hmm. So she was a, she was a, a you know, an R&B star, but she was going out on her own and she was starting to, you know, uh, blossom and become the diva that she is now. Mm-hmm. And so for her to pick me out of so much different artists that, that are around in the world was really a cool thing and kind of propelled me. Uh, and, and, and it led to a lot of other people saying, Hey, I want a song with that guy. <laughs> oh, hi, Sean Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, a hundred and odd later, uh, I blame it on her. Oh, what a song Baby Boy is as well. Absolute smash. Uh, the album that's coming, can you tell us anything about it? Are you keeping yeah. pretty dumb about that? No, I, I definitely want to speak about it. Um, you know, as I said, the first album had a lot of dancehall stars and was more hardcore collaboration. This one is, it, it got people from Jamaica on it, but it also has a lot of foreign acts and also... Uh, it's a more international approach to the production. Still dancehall, but just, I think, not as hardcore. So I've got Shensia and Gwen Stefani in one song. That's a big wow. lover's rock reggae song that, I, that we have. Um, and I also got Jada Kingdom on the album. But just to go back to the, to the, to the Shensia and, and Gwen Stefani, you know, as I said, Shensia is the most exciting story happening in dancehall for me. And also Gwen Stefani has been someone who has loved our music so much, our genre so much. She even named her son Kingston. So, uh, you know, for me, I'm a fan of her, of her music that she did with No Doubt, uh, of, of, you know, her own music that she did after that with uh, Neptunes and all these guys, you know. So, and for me to be working with someone who has such a caliber of excellence, is a is a crazy crazy dream come true, and um to, for it to be a reggae lovers rock song, it's gonna be pretty dope. Uh, Tovlo is on the album with another conscious song, and I think people know this song, so I released it last year. Uh, but I, I decided to put it back on this album because I really love it. It's mm-hmm. something I wrote for my father when he passed. Uh, he passed away in 2018, and um, the song is just about family it's about being there for each other it's about love you know true love yeah and then i gotta tell you about ray ray's on the album as well she's oh, a beautiful, she's the queen isn't she voice. what a writer what an artist yeah. yeah she's a great writer i've written several songs with her we have two recorded so far and one of them is coming on this album uh very dope song called how we do it and then uh i think the next single oh ty dollar sign is out now as you know 
But the next single I'm gonna release is is I think with me and Sia. Now Sia oh. and myself had an amazing. Cause you two, team story. You, yeah, the dream <laughs> got, team. When we rub together, we got sparks going on. You know what I mean? Yes. I think it's gonna a real good feel good song as well. Just like how uh, you know the first song we did was looking for big things. It's new songs called Dynamite, and um, I'm hoping that it, it really impacts on people the same way that Cheap Thrills did. You know, mm. uh, big up to her too. Uh, for someone to be so popular in this business without showing her face in a time like this is a mm -hmm. testament to her amazing artistry and her amazing, beautiful voice. She's amazing to me. Uh, you know, my, my niece is eight years old. She's a fan of Sia and my mom's 70 years old. And shh, don't tell nobody that. <laughs> But yeah, she's also a fan of Sia. She's the one who introduced Sia to me. Uh, she's, no she's way! Like, yeah, she was like, yo, you know, she schooled me on the Beatles and Neil Diamond and, and Cat Stevens. She, she, th these, th those artists who I just mentioned are you know, songs and music and albums that she would listen to when I was a kid, before hip hop and before dancehall music became my only thing. Yeah. Uh, she screwed me on all of those music. And when she is later on in life telling me about the artist, I was like, wait a minute. She said, I, I hope you ever, you would get to do a song with Sia. And I was like, I didn't know the name at the time. I knew the songs. But I was like, are you talking about Psy, Gangnam Style? And she was like, no. Nah. <laughs> and you were like, no, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Korean. And she was like, no, nah, not Psy, Sia. And I was like, I don't know if you know what you're speaking about. And she played me Chandelier. And I was like, oh, I knew this song, but I thought it was Rihanna for, like, I didn't really check it out. And I was like, oh, wow, dope. And so a f literally a few months later, or it was probably a couple of years later, Mm. A couple of years, it felt like a few months, but a couple of years later, my manager calls me and says, hey, listen, I just wanted to run a few things by you. And one of them was if I would, if I would do a song with Sia. And I was like, yo, are you crazy yet? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, yeah, my mom schooled me on her. So looking for big things with this song, hopefully it impacts people as much as Sheep Thrills did. It's called Dynamite. I'm about to shoot the video for that in October. Other than all those collabs that I just mentioned, I've got some really cool songs on the album. Uh, some produced by myself, uh, a lot of production by Banks and Ranks, who's a group, mm. a, a, a duo group out of uh, uh, Montreal, but they have Caribbean roots. They're, they're, they're rooted in Guadeloupe. So they grew up listening to what I do, you know, and dance our music. So it just has felt natural to kind of try and make dance our music through their perspective. Uh, because they've been influenced by so much other different music living in Montreal now. And, um, you know, it's cool stuff. I did this song with Steph London a couple of years ago with, with them. Uh, it's called Shot and Wine. And since that song and, and a couple others, I've just loved the way how they pr produce stuff. This, uh, interestingly enough, the song with Tovlo is produced by them also. And also the song with... Uh, with Ray that I was just talking about is also produced by them. Amazing. Sounds like a huge album, a killer Pretty list bad. of collaborations. Yeah, I, I can't wait for it. I wanted to know though, Sean, right? Has there ever been moments where big names or artists have, have come to you to collaborate? Because you're the guy and yeah. you kind of haven't really wanted to. <laughs> This is um, me trying to get the know, goss. <laughs> yeah, right. For me, it's about the song, really. And, um, right. you know, uh, so I could tell you one instance. With me and Ashanti got into the studio one time 
Oh, two times. And, um, you know, whether it be that I was struck by her beauty or the conversation was just too good, we didn't do nothing. We, we just ended up speaking and just like, you know, talking and, and, and relating to each other. And uh, when we left, we were like, oh, one day we'll get back. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But she's been always expressed to be a fan of me and I'm a fan of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, from, from back in the day, from her even writing songs for J-Lo, I could hear her writing style in there and her, her vocals in a lot of J-Lo's tracks. So, uh, you know, that was one instance where it was just, the, maybe the production wasn't right or, you know, the room was just whatever, but we, we, we didn't do nothing, you know, musically. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is there anyone, there's, there's some people who have come and it's been like, uh, I don't want to do this song, but I've done other songs with them. So for okay. instance, yeah, like Clean Bandits. Yeah. The first time, the first time I worked with them, it was uh, t- for them to produce a track for me because I had heard a song called There's No Place I'd Rather Be and I really liked the production. And I was like, yo, let me work with these guys and management hooked it up. I went to London, I sat in a little cold studio and me and Jack kind of, you know, grinded out two things. And then he was like, yo, I got this, I got this song we're, we're trying to do. And I wanted to know if you would want it to go in it. And I, I immediately heard it. You know, my mom spent quite a few years as a single mom. My father went to prison. So I was like, yo, I do this quick. I, I gave them 16 bars and they cut eight out. <laughs> so um, <laughs> Too efficient. <laughs> yeah, right. But, but, uh, I guess it was too long for the song, but that song became huge and it still is a very, very big song. But then they came after and it was a song that I wasn't too impressed with and we didn't work. So, you know, whether you want to say, oh, that's the gossip, I didn't work, (laughs) but we have a number one song. So uh, big up to them, same way, you know. It's about the song for me. It's not really about the artist. Yeah, I get that. Who is uh, who is your like dream collaborator? If you could have a tune with anyone, Yo, I, I've always wanted let's go to work shoot with, your shot. No, nah, I've always wanted to work with Alicia Keys. You know, um, yeah. oh, that'd be amazing, I, wouldn't it? I think she's you feel her soul when she's singing. The first time I, you know, I didn't I didn't even hear her voice at first. I was in my kitchen washing plates, and I look up at the TV, and there's this beautiful girl on there, and I'm like, "Yo, turn that up. Who is that?" <laughs> This was like 98 or something. And, you know, uh, the biggest, most crazy voice, the chills came all over. I was like, who is this? From that time, I've been a fan of her, uh, knowing that she she writes her own music and, and plays the, the, the keyboards or piano. Um, you know, went to a, a, a great music school. Uh, for me, she's one of the people I would love to work with. And funnily enough, Swiss Beats linked me a couple of years ago and sent me a track. And I was like, yo, this is amazing. That was a reggae one drop. And I was like, I'm definitely down. And and then, uh, you know, a few weeks later, I just couldn't hear back from him. So I don't know what happened, but that would have, I got a mad respect for, for Swiss too. Over the years, we've had some amazing conversations. Uh, never really worked together, but you know, I don't know what happened. Maybe they found someone else. I, I I've never heard the song out, but I'd love to work with her. Uh, someone else that I like to work with, Billy Eilish. Um, oh, can you imagine? I, Billy, oh, think, Billy Eilish on a dancehall beat. Yeah, Billy Eilish. She, I think she would be pretty different. You know what I mean? Mm. And, and that's what I'm looking for. Some things like kind of out of the box with, especially songs like with me and Gwen Stefani and Shensia. 
I'm trying to find things like that now. That's like, oh, people didn't expect for that to happen. A band that my son and me really like is 21 Pilots. And, um, oh, yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. Such a good live band as well. Yeah, and very good live music and just melodies that they have. Uh, you know, even though my son doesn't know what they're singing about, he's like, yo, sipping on straight chlorine. He loves it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So big up to them. Those acts who... I, I spoke about um, who I just mentioned is people who I'd love to make a song with them. I think if I did a song with them, it, I would like them to do their music and have me just be on with, uh, with 21 Pilots because, uh, you know, I, I just love what they do. Yeah, yeah they're wicked. Okay, Sean, it's time to move from the who's to the hows. Uh, people searching, how old is Sean Paul now? Hey. <laughs> okay. Well, I was born quite a few decades ago. Um, and, and, you know, I don't really mind telling people how old I am because I keep it so fresh. Ooh. So I'm going to oh, tell yeah. you right now. <laughs> My age is 40 great years old. 40 great. So, uh, yeah. 40 great. Oh, 40 great. <laughs> You're looking Thank great. You. What's the secret? Sun, good vibes. You know what? Yeah, Jamaican food and the sun, the situation here, we got clean water, we, you know. The food is, is very packed with, with good nutrients. I don't eat much junk food, so I, I attribute it to that. I know a lot of people my same age when I was 24, and they were all gray and, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, have to, I have to thank my mom and my pops, too. They got good genetics, I guess, so, yeah, 40 so, great. What age did you realize that you wanted to be an artist, that you know you wanted to make music? Was it quite young or was it like a little bit later on in life? About age 15, I thought I would be a producer. I'd seen popular okay. producers, Jamaican producers on TV, and they were talking about how they produce with computers now. And I was like, yo, mom, all I need is a keyboard, you know? And she was like, nah. And then she, she wanted me to take piano lessons and I wouldn't do it. And I, I kept going, but then stopping. And uh, so she bought me the keyboard to encourage me. Uh, it was a keyboard that she bought in uh, a flea market. And it, it had a little crack on it because I saw it. I was like, mom, that's cheaper. You can buy that one. She actually, she actually did. And um, I, used to, I used to have a little four, four drum section. So I would, you know, make back people's dance hall rhythms with it and play the live bass over it and try and sing. And so I was at 15, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a producer. And then by age 17, I had seen a friend of mine who was a table tennis champion in school. And I was a swimming champion. And he started to make music. He started to go out there and spit rhymes. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. His name is Don Ute or Jason Williams. And he's from, you know, uptown community as well. So I was like all enthused with that. And that encouraged me to go to different studios. Um, you know, in Jamaica, a lot of artists start when they're really young. Like, for instance, Beatty Man started when he was nine years old. Um, so me at age 17, starting to think, hey, I'm going to be an artist. That's pretty old for, <laughs> for Jamaican standards, or at least dancehall standards. And, um, uh, you know, it, it just kind of evolved over the years. So I didn't get my first single out until I was about 24. So it was quite a few years of me being a fly on the wall in the studios, and I'm um, going to different stage shows and watching the stage show and being like, that's me next year. I'm going to be up there. 
And, uh, you know, it finally happened for me when I was about 24. So so what job were you doing before music? Did you have like a any other jobs? I, Did you have a yeah, rubbish I, job? Yeah. Well, I basically was in school. Um, and so when I finished schooling, I went to uh, a hotel management school here in Jamaica, uh, which, you know, honestly, I had thought I had thought of myself like I want to be an architect. Right. And. Yeah. I didn't have the grades to get, to get in <laughs> to be the architect. I liked to draw and I liked doing, uh, I don't know if you guys have uh, uh, technical drawing, TD. Well, that's what we studied at in Jamaica, but you draw engine parts and this is in high school. And so I thought I was very good at that. So I'll be good at being an architect, but I didn't have the rest of the grades. So the college uh, recruitment, like the person said to me, listen, you know, you could get in for hotel management, do that for now and see if you could transfer. And I was like, okay, yeah, let me try that. So I went into this classroom and there was 80 girls in the classroom. And I remember <laughs> looking around going, I'm not leaving this classroom. <laughs> and um, so, so I stayed there for the three years, you know, I did the course, learned how to cook um, and, um, and, and got a lot of friends. And so, uh, you know, basically they, they put me in work experience every summer. So I go to different hotels and you would have to do everything that a hotel management person needs to know. So accounting, making beds, being the bartender, uh, you know, the front desk, everything. So, so for about four years, that was my summer job every year. And then by the time I, had, I was in my final year, my first song came out and my mom was like, what are you doing? And I said, give me, she, she's an artist and she paints, you know, and she always told me, you know, it's so hard to put your soul into the piece of art. And then, yeah. and then people come and rip it apart, like, and, and critique it. And they can't even draw with a pencil, you know, and she, she was a brilliant watercolor. She still is. Uh, she does watercolors and, and, and flowers and, very well respected in the art community here, but she always told me, don't do art. You know what I mean? Aww. And so when she saw me getting into it, she was like, yo, and I begged her, I said, mom, let me, let me, let me prove to you that people are going to like my stuff just one year. If I don't do good in one year, I'll get back to the schooling and work and I'll contribute to the house. And, and honestly, that one year just blew me up. It was like, it was undeniable. She was like, mm. Okay, I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. So hang on, if uh, if maybe in the future there could be like a Sean Paul hotel, because you know how to run one. You know, or maybe a up. cookbook. Maybe a cookbook. I joke. That would be good. <laughs> that would be good. I would buy uh, that. <laughs> uh, the... in years. According to my wife, I use too much garlic, so she does. She bans me from the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the big question now, people want to know, how much is Sean Paul worth? <laughs> wow. Well, I don't know. What, what, what am I worth to, 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 what's my music worth to you? And I mean, that's what, that's the question I, I ask. I, I can say that uh, if I stop music now, I, I, I don't have to do nothing. Mm -hmm. um, and I can also say that most other businesses, for me to go and start um, to do, to do that, it still doesn't pay me as much as music is paying me now and has paid me over the years. So I'm very, 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 very comfortable. And with that being said, I, I, don't, I don't take it for granted. You know, I come from a, 
a third world country. Mm -hmm. I do try to help people out. Um, so during these pandemics and these lock, this pandemic and these lockdowns that we're having, I've been actually helping a foundation out here called Food for the Poor, um, which is basically, you know, I, I'm giving them money to put together packages that will last families of four or five people for about four or five weeks. So, you know, a big, a big bag of rice, a lot of staple goods, uh, you know, cleaning products, uh, wipes and, and alcohol and also... Uh, you know, canned goods so that they could survive. Because as I said before, a lot of people in this country, um, they work hand to mouth. So, you know, it's, uh, on Monday, they'll work, they'll get their pay today and they'll buy food tomorrow for their family with it. And so um, these lockdowns have been really brutal. Uh, mm -hmm. It's necessary, but it's been brutal. And so, you know, with that being said, I think that just like what Bob Marley said, is, is money and riches really real wealth. What's real wealth is is uh is for me to be able to help people mm -hmm. uh, and, and the type of person that I am for me. But yes, I'm wealthy and I'm not telling you how much I work. I'm worth. <laughs> but I, I do got a lot of cash. He's just sitting with loads of cash for people that are listening to this as a <laughs> as a podcast. <laughs> He's making it rain. Okay, then. So you've been in the music industry for ages. Yeah. What's been like the most outrageous thing you've bought? With, with the money that you've made from music? Oh, boy. I, I once bought, bought, and I still have it, but I don't wear it anymore. I bought a watch for $100,000. Oh, that'd be nice. It's, it's amazing, and it's worth, it's a pound of gold, and it's very heavy. And so I would pass people, and people would be like, it would hit them on their hand, and they'd be like, yeah, what is that? Are, do you have a gun on you? Because it's very heavy. But that was kind of like the years where I was like, you know, feeling myself, I guess. I was like, yo. I could do that, and uh, I guess uh, it, it's 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 solid gold, so it, it's worth you know it's it's probably worth a little bit more now. Um, but yeah, I have it in my safe, and that's the most extravagant thing. I'm not that much of a car person. I drive an Armada Nissan car. It's a big gas guzzler, but I, I, I honestly don't drive much places. I've wanted an electric car, haven't done it because I don't like cars. I don't like sedans. I like SUVs. And so oh, okay. I've been waiting, and now I see that uh, everybody's doing it. Hummer has one. It's too expensive for my uh, taste. Um, and so the Cybertruck, which, which uh, you know, Tesla is, is producing, uh, is something that I really like to see if I could purchase. Um, and that's real, relatively not that expensive, especially for the, what, it, what it does and what it gives you. So I'm looking towards lessening my carbon footprint I'm going into that type of car soon. But yeah, the most extravagant thing for me was the watch. Big, beautiful watch. Next, we move on to the autofill questions and suggestions now. <laughs> I can't yeah. believe this is a real search, this one. Um, <laughs> are Sean Paul and Pitbull the same person? <laughs> what? How do people think this is a thing? Yeah, that is funny. That is hilarious. Uh, big up Pitbull. I've been on tour with him before, and we uh, we didn't get much of that. Uh, I can't say that uh, you know he, he's someone who uh, he's someone who, who made it international from from a genre called hip hop, I guess, uh, or down south Miami hip hop. And I guess we have the same type of hairstyle, but for me. You know, he's different. He even sounds different from me. So, yeah, I have been compared to Shaggy a lot. 
especially in my own country. I've had people, you know, I've, I've, I've walked up in a situation and people be like, oh, Shaggy, and I'm like, no, Sean. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. And then they speak to me and then I'm leaving and they go, okay, bye, Shaggy. And I'm like, yeah, okay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Just go with it, yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, he said the same thing happens to him. Right. Funny. So, so one, one year, we both had a show in Antigua, a big festival, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. And he was doing the Thursday or the Friday night and I was doing the Saturday night. So he did his show on the Friday night and he did brilliant. And then the next morning I get up on Saturday and I'm at the breakfast buffet and I'm, you know, doing my ackee and sawfish. And there's an American lady there and she turns and she looks at me and she goes, you were amazing last night. And I said, it wasn't me. And she goes, ah, it <laughs> wasn't me and she's laughing her head off and i'm like no it really was I'm, no but it actually wasn't <laughs> wasn't me and the, the the guys who were serving they were like it's not him it's not him and she was like because ah! of the wasn't me joke thing and when i told him that he laughed his head off shaggy and um you know i don't know why it is but i guess our names start with sh- you know sean and shaggy and we do dance all and I guess it's a light skin thing, but I still don't think we look alike. When people get us mixed up, it's funny. So um, hopefully you don't you don't leave this conversation and say okay, bye, Shaggy. It's yeah, nice bye. To you. <laughs> <laughs> the next search uh, is Sean Paul tennis, and I found this one interesting yeah. because I know that you're actually a bit of a, a dab hand at tennis because every year your record label, Island Records, throws a party on an island. Yes. I mean, cause why yeah. not? And I yeah. remember <laughs> I was there a few years back. Uh, I saw you playing tennis on one of the courts. Oh, and everyone yeah. was like, he's really good. <laughs> yeah, it was something I picked up uh, after I was 40, you know? Uh, I, I, at the time I lived in a complex and there was a tennis court on the back and my house was like right there. No one used the court. And so, uh, you know, one, one time I came home from tour and I was like, you know, I'm really unfit. I need to start doing something again. So I called four of my friends and I, I live in a place called Norbrook. So I was like, I'm going to start Norbledon. And they were like, what are you talking about? I'm like, it's 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 Wimbledon, but it's in Norbrook. And so it's Norbledon. So please come over. <laughs> and they, they came over. Some didn't have rackets. And we kind of just started to play. And then... I got so good. I was like, you know, I'm going to take lessons and, and hit with a professional and, and see where it goes. And so everywhere in the world that I went, if I could book a tennis court on a day off that I had to get a little bit of exercise, I would do that. Um, you know, I, 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 swim for, I swam for Jamaica as a kid uh, from I was about 12 or 13 years old till I was about 24. I represented Jamaica for swimming and water polo. And my mom and my pops, they also were... Jamaican champion swimmers in the Caribbean and my aunt too, my mom's, my mom's mom. So I'm very sport oriented, especially when you go through the grueling training that it is for swimming. Mm. You kind of, you kind of have a stamina for everything else. So uh, when I go on tour, I book a tennis court or I, 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 I kind of rent a bicycle and I ride all over cities. Um, I do that for fun. Um, and I still swim now during this pandemic. I've been at home for a year and a half. So I've been swimming three times a week. Um, I try to keep fit. You know what I mean? That's, that's probably part of the reason that um, I'm 40 great and not just 48. <laughs> <laughs> um, have yeah. you played like any of the tennis greats? You know, you and Federer, have you had a, Yo, a game? You and Murray, I, like what are you saying? I did play against Serena Williams 
once. Did you? She was here in Jamaica. And, you know, the tennis community is, I guess, is, you know, the, the, the big the big heads in tennis. Once once you get in with them, it's, uh, it's a no-brainer, you know. So I was in some far part of Europe. I believe it's Kazakhstan, <laughs> one of these places. And I'm, I'm, I booked a court and I'm playing and the promoter comes there of the, of the, the this concert that I was going to do. And he sees me playing and he's like, bro, you're pretty good. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, I, I'm going to call Boris. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he calls Boris Becker on his phone. Still. And he's like, he's like, Boris, you know, Sean Paul. And he's like, yeah, get busy. And he's singing my song. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't believe you. And he gives me the phone and he's like, bro, I'm a fan of you. And like, you know, next time you're around anywhere I am, that's Link. I was like, damn. So we became friends and uh, he introduced me to many people and he got me to, you know, into US Open to watch Federer play. Uh, I think it was against, uh, who was it at the time? Uh, Klitschik, uh, what is his name? Anyway, Kim was also in there, uh, a big Japanese player. And uh, that was the first time I had ever watched tennis. And then you know, got friends. I was in a booth with Chris Everett Lloyd. And I was like, you don't know when I was a kid, how I used to lust after you. <laughs> Chris Everett Lloyd in her, in her, in her small skirt. And so, <laughs> yeah. You know. And so I, I, I gained a couple of friends and then someone called me and said, yo, Serena is in Jamaica on her break. And, um, you, you know, she, she says she wants to hit with people and, and, I, I, th- I said, you could hit pretty well. Why don't you go? I was like, whoa. So Amazing. I went there and I played and I, you know, I, I got a couple great points on her and everybody's yeah. like, yo, you beat Serena. That's amazing. <laughs> and after that fact, I found out she was pregnant. Uh. <laughs> take it so, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, so I, I still take the win, but yeah, but, but yeah, she, she was an amazing person just to be around. Um, uh, you know, th- th- that level of, of uh, stardom and stuff is very, very cool to, to, to just uh, see that that type of person is a normal person. Um, and, and she let me beat her, of course, because she got a baby in her belly. So, so uh, <laughs> uh, big up to her. She's, she's a un, to me, undefeated champ, even though she's lost. Uh, she, she's done it for so many years and for so long that she's nothing but excellence for me. No, yeah, I'm yeah. proud to be able to say I hit with her, even though yeah. she was a pregnant lady. Yeah, you play with the goat. Come on, yeah, I love man. that. <laughs> it's that time of the show once again where we have to leave you for a very short ad break. But don't worry, we will be back with more questions to be answered by Mr. Sean Paul. As the temperature begins to rise, you do not want to miss this. 5 years younger. In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, a brand new podcast bringing together people's real ghost, extraterrestrial and paranormal stories, as well as getting some inside details from those who study the supernatural. I'll be listening through your paranormal stories every week and try to understand them, as well as chatting about my own encounters with an occasional paranormal investigator too. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. Just search for Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding. The autofill search is now complete and we shift our attention to Internet Tombola. So we have searched every corner of the internet to find the questions that people have been asking about you and the things that they've been posting about you as well. So it could be a funny tweet, it could be a tabloid headline, it could be the comment section on YouTube, all sorts. Right, let's give the wheel a spin and see what it lands on. It stopped on headlines, so I'm going to pick one out now. Uh, this Aha. one is from The Guardian. Ooh la la. Uh, oh, wow. Sean Paul's Teenage Obsessions. My Coventry grandmother cooked me bubble and squeak. I love this. <laughs> so you yeah. like British food sometimes? Yeah, you know, I mean, growing up, my grandmother moved here. Uh, what, what, what years did she move here? Uh, early, late 50s or early 50s. You know, so she, she grew up... Uh, she grew up basically in in wartime. Her actually street on Covent in Coventry was bombed, um, and and she was you know in underground. She moved to to, to rugby after that, and then uh, she met my grandfather in school there, uh, and then she they you know she hitched up with him and came back to Jamaica, and so where I viewed her, even though she had an English accent, I viewed her as a Jamaican. She. She had lived there for more years than most people I knew. And, um, you know, she, every now and then she would miss her, her, her cuisine and she would cook <laughs> up some stuff. And I would be like, what is that? And she'd bubble and squeak and I'm going to make some for you. Uh, fish and chips. And she would often, uh, often brag that only an English woman can cook a potato, my dear. And I was like, oh, wow. So... Um, you know, many little dishes. She would, she's the first person to make crepes for me because in Jamaica, we just make big old thick pancakes. And so things that she had known from 
you know, being in, in UK and going there, uh, she, would, she would show me them, you know. Uh, fish and chips, she, she always told me that even though she made a nice fish and chips, I would have to go to England and get it in the newspaper. Yeah. It tasted better in the newspaper. It does. <laughs> it does. Unfortunately, when I got to, 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 to London, no one seems to do it in the newspaper anymore. No, you need to go so. to Seaside, <laughs> old school Seaside. Next time, next time you're in the UK, it's on. All right. <laughs> uh, this next one is from YouTube. It's a comment from a temperature remix. I'm guessing you might know what this one is. It's the belly cover. Have you ever seen oh, this? It's a the man slapping his oh. belly <laughs> while singing his own version of Temperature. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Do you like it? He's, he's innovative. He's innovative. <laughs> he's on his way to becoming one of the world's greatest one-man bands. Shandapal. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, you know, uh, the, the kid who the kid who produced that rhythm, he's he was 19 at the time from a real inner city community and he didn't have much things much uh equipment except for fruit loops so he built that rhythm on fruit loops and that's the that's the most noticeable part of it so yeah, yeah. big up to him his name is isis and big up to the guy the belly guy he, he's, belly uh, guy the man yeah. <laughs> he put more emphasis on me in certain times where i guess it wasn't such a big emphasis yeah um, a few people have, have written and responded to, to his lyrics. So he said, bite me lemon, farty, naughty, sharty. I mean, what are the lyrics? Please clear it up. Because I don't, I don't think they're right. No, those are not right. Um, you know, usually when I do a song, I'll, I'll, I'll know the hook and the, and the verses. And then I, I kind of go back and say, I'm going to do the intro now. So for that song, I was kind of just like bigging up all the ladies who I thought, you know, my first album sold five, six million. So I just decided to say five million and forty, naughty, shorty. Hey. So I was like, you know, these are the ladies that love me. Um, uh, and also Schilacci, he was a, a very big Italian football player in the late 90s. And in Jamaica, if you were skilled at anything, they would call you a Schilacci. So oh. I was like... I was like, I'm the Gallem Skilachi. So that, that's the first words when I said, Gallem Skilachi, five million and forty naughty shorty. So I was just kind of bragging how much ladies I have and how much love I got for them. You know, what can you do? I feel like a lot of people <laughs> seem to sometimes misun like misunderstand your your lyrics. Have you got any like Crazy. personal favorites that come to mind where people have just got it really wrong? Yeah, I actually have a first single that's not on any album. It's called Baby Girl. And um you know, in the song, I said, baby girl, don't cry no more. Tell me, say you can't take the pain no longer. Dash away, that boy for sure. And so when I first met my wife and her sister, they were driving around in a car with me and they were like, where's Balfazor? And I was like, what, what are you talking about? They said, you sing about it in your song. You said, you said, that's the way in Balfazor. That's the way in Balfazor. I'm like, no, I didn't. 
So that was one of my favorites. Um, so even my even my girlfriend at the time doesn't know what I'm saying. <laughs> so don't. That uh, is so yeah, funny. So that's one of them. <laughs> I remember one of my friends used to say, "I'm a stick to my girls like glue, and I'm a lovely number two. And she was singing it, and I was <laughs> like, "Babe, that is that is definitely not right." <laughs> no, nope. I, I, I'm not playing number two. I, I'm the number one for the ladies. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? that's, that's what I was saying in the song. But, you know, for me, music is music. And if you want to say that, you can sing it out loud and have your friends look at you strange if you want. It's cool. <laughs> as long as I have a good time. That's what it's all about, yeah. right? Yeah, man. I do it with yeah. everybody else's song. <laughs> Uh, this next one is from Instagram. Uh, it comes from a photo that you posted on the 4th of June. You're wearing some killer bright yellow sunglasses and somebody's yeah. commented, marry me. I'm intelligent, hot, talented and willing to move to the Caribbean. I mean, how can you say no to, to an <laughs> offer like that? OK, but yeah. we know you're Sean Paul, right? You must get these messages from people asking to marry you, sliding into the DMs. <laughs> is it a lot? Is it a lot, a lot? <laughs> I do, but I think lately people are more respectful of the situation. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm married, so a lot of people know that now. Mm. But yeah, over the years, there's been a, a quite a few times that that happens. Um, and, you know, it's, it's funny. I take it in stride, you know, especially my wife takes it in stride. She's like, yo, okay, there's another <laughs> one. Um, but yeah, uh, I love it. You know, I, I've, I've, my personal self, I've never been uh, someone to like, DM people a lot about, you know, anything. But so I, I think it takes a person with courage <laughs> to do so. It's true. Yeah, so we go to these ladies. Um, <laughs> and, and some dudes, which um, it's not my personal liking, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, yeah. Um, what's been like the most full-on moment or like interaction you've had with a fan where you're a bit like, whoa, hang on a minute. Um, let me see. <laughs> it's a few. Uh, yes, there's a lot of them. But, but one that, that really uh, comes to mind, I would say, is in Chicago. I woke up, I, 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 I did the show, showered, put the towel around me and dropped in the bed, went to sleep. And then early in the morning, I'm hearing, and I, I looked at my clock and I was like, it's not clean time. Like, I didn't think how the lady came to clean so quickly. So I was like, hmm. No thanks, go away. Like, you know, don't clean my room. I thought yeah. it was clean already. And then I heard the door just open and I was like, what? When I looked up, there's a young lady standing there with one of them cameras that go, zip, zip, oh. zip. you know, <laughs> she's taking pictures and I'm like, my, my towel like, is whoa, falling whoa, off. Whoa, 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 like, yo. <laughs> she, she dips in my bag, takes a shirt and runs out. And I was like, what the frick? She took a shirt. Yeah, she took a shirt and uh, she left. And so, uh, I don't know how she got in. Uh, wow. They, 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 the hotel is claiming that the, the door wasn't shut properly, but it was a weird time for me. It was back yeah. in 2006. That was when I had temperature being number one song. So things like that were happening on a regular basis. It was really crazy. That is mad, isn't it? Oh, my goodness <laughs> me. Um, what's been, like, the funniest thing that somebody has, has sent you? Because fans must send you gifts and stuff. Yeah, I, I once got uh, a, a whole flower composition, like, uh, you know, flowers. 
Mm. But it was fake flowers, and the actual petals of the leaves were all condoms. Not outside <laughs> of the, they were they were all staples. Oh, no. And I was like, well, I, I can't use one of these because they're all staples. <laughs> but it was a Valentine's gift that a fan had sent to me, and wow. uh, of course, uh, you know, I couldn't use any of them, but it was well appreciated. She made a whole bouquet of flowers with condoms all over. It was kind of funny. I mean, that must have taken ages as well. I mean, and a lot of money to rest- buy boxes of condoms to put together yeah. to make roses. Because <laughs> she folded them all up, and you know. Um, okay, and one more. We are going to end on another headline. Jake Gyllenhaal won't stand for your Sean Paul criticism. Uh, so you may know about this. So for people listening, yeah. Jake was on Radio 1 with Tom Holland, who he was starring in a film with. A member yeah. of the public phoned in and was like, oh, Sean Paul is is so overrated. Uh, Jake was like, no, he's not. Sean Paul makes every <laughs> single song better. Wait a minute, he, right there. he went in, he went in. Yeah, he, he was did, like, he every did, song he's on, every remix, it's it's better. I mean, I'm with Jake. I'm sure you agree <laughs> with Jake. But what's it like knowing, you know, somebody like Jake Gyllenhaal is a, is a massive fan of yours? Have you got quite a few famous fans that you've kind of acquired over the years? Yeah, a couple. Uh, people who I, I never thought even listened to dance are, you know, a couple of big top models and, and, and uh, you know, movie stars as well. But like for, for me, it's always weird, when, especially when I, in that scenario, I, I don't know him. And so I, I've never met him. And so, uh, you know, for me, his movies are dope, too. So I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, big up to Jake. And uh, I, I'm glad that he's he snuffed that opinion out. You know? Yeah, but yeah, it, it's it's been it's been pretty cool. Kind of, my voice has traveled to places and been friends with people before I could. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's kind of crazy. Uh, big up Jake and, and everybody who you know loves my music like him. That's that's cool. Amazing. Um, that is it, Sean Paul. Well done on completing the celebrity search engine. How did you find it? Yeah, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> uh, you know, thank you for the time, my friend. No, oh, I think I've talked a lot. Probably That's good. <laughs> we like people that talk. Okay, one one final question. Who would yeah. you like to nominate to go through the celebrity search engine experience sometime soon? Maybe a friend of yours in music or somebody that oh. you're a fan of that you know would have good stuff about them online? Um, yeah, I would, I, you know, let me say, let me big up Dua Lipa. Um, and, and, and call her up. I don't know if you've done anything with her, but... No, you know, that she, would be good. Yeah, when she when when I when I first did a song with her, you know, a lot of people were like, "Well, who is this?" You know, <laughs> and I was like, because she wasn't that famous at first. She yeah. was on the cusp of becoming very huge as she is now. And I'm just proud of her. I'm proud of you know how she's commanded her career, and I'm big up to her. And I'm pretty sure that there's a lot of questions for her. So big up yes. to her. Yeah, that'll be a juicy one. Thanks for listening to Celebrity Search Engine. Please hit that subscribe or follow button to make sure you don't ever miss a future episode of the podcast. We have got some amazing guests coming up and you do not want to miss the tea being spilt. If you're on Apple Podcasts, then please do drop us a review and a rating. Five stars would be amazing and let us know in the review or over on socials who you'd like to see on this podcast next sean paul was gonna nominated dua lipa but who would you like to see let us know we are at celeb search engine over on instagram until next time then everybody i've been abby mccarthy and thanks for using the celebrity search engine
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.